Be where Maria. At Beware the Radio. Maria talks. That's it. Maria talks about art, about power, about surrender, about psychology and art, about things that are fun and can be related to each other. Maria talks about cinema, about literature, about the NHS. What do you want to hear Maria talking about? Let's give it a go today. We're going to start talking about things we like. Like my favorite things. So beware. Listen to this. I think that ought to hit him. a piece of music I like by a group called Mopno from Barcelona and the piece is called Adele. Mopno, eh, they craft short bits of electronic compositions out of recycled sample material using tapes, percussion, various vocals, melodica, trumpet and the best of them. And uh, if you want to see more about them you can check them out at popprebob.net. Experimental music. I don't like experimental music. Okay, you don't like experimental music because maybe you're not familiar with it. No, I don't like it. Have you ever heard it? Not, not really. Mm, then hear it again. I think that ought to hit him.
going to make you hear it again in the 30 minutes show but the point is there's so many people studies and practitioners that suggest when you don't like something try twice at least even trying three times to make sure you don't like it and why should you do that if you don't like it you don't like it well you will be discovering or being open to new pleasures in life. And what is life without pleasure? And what does liking something mean? It is very likely that food is the first thing we learn to like or dislike. Some of it, as babies, is probably not social or not even learned, while other can be learned, like eating certain things in a culture or eating snails, which for some will be very normal and for other people will be really disgusting. The social learning, we learn what we like a lot socially, for the better or for the worse. There is a researcher called Sanjok who demonstrated that being exposed to a specific individual leads to us liking more that person. So that increase in familiarity reduces the uncertainty because their faces will have less information for us. We relax, we don't have to take in so much information and we lower our guard. Hear the opening of a song It's verse, it's got a bridge You hear yourself for too long I don't care what you're thinking I know I have myself to blame for all of this So I'm sticking with this rhyme structure, it's a hell of a lot of words I'm trying to get this pattern down, it's like you've heard it before I know you have to blame this all along But it would soften the blow if the things that make you think you're original You've got to kill the things that make you think you're original But humans we hold on things that make us think we're brave Faces gone down in error The current seems to push us through Faces down in error 
Faces by Michigan musician Derek Clegg from his album Old Town Worry. Talking about faces, did you know, I didn't know this until it happened to me to meet one person with that uh, condition. There is, There are people who cannot recognize faces at all. It is called prosopagnosia and is the inability to recognize faces or if you want to tell it easy, it's like face blindness. I met a woman years ago who said she could not even recognise her own husband unless for the tone of voice and for his hands. And that when she was going to the cinema, she didn't understand the movie at all. And for many years, she went undiagnosed. She was diagnosed in her 60s. And uh, she she was amazed when she got to know the, the amount of movies she could have understood better if she had been explained and if she knew. And uh, if I changed my hairstyle, she wouldn't recognise me. And she was a lovely, lovely woman and she explained this to me with all her patience. And uh, yes, I understand that this is something that can make your life more difficult, especially if it goes undiagnosed. And when we are teenagers, we spend a lot of time trying to figure out our tastes as a way to get a sense of belonging. And as a way also to open us to new experiences and to new tastes. So finding our taste is a great strategy for us to get more out of life and is something to keep along the life. And you know when you have to do that a lot with that. Where I am going to find an example from? Of course it is from... The Russian Ballets and the beginning of the 20th century with Václav Nijinsky as choreographer. So what happens there? It happens that they did a dress rehearsal with some people that were invited to it. They dance, perform the piece and at the end of it there was silence which means maybe that people don't know what to make of it. And then the impresario who assisted Yegolev came onto stage and he said, you're not sure, well, I don't know exactly what he said, but um, he announced that it would be repeated. So they did it again, and this time there was some applause. Some applause, it, it is reported, before the audience was presented with champagne and caviar in the theatre. If they really wanted, or they were quite fed up and they wanted the champagne and the caviar, how to know? Whatever, however, what we do know is that the more familiar you are with something, the more likely you are to start liking it with people. Oh, I didn't like this person the first time. I, I like the second time. Yes, 
Oh, I hated the more I knew him. Whatever. And um, the day after, they performed the piece for the first time at the uh, Paris uh, Theatre du Châtelet. 20th of May, 1912, on the opening night, after the finish, there was a big mixture of applause and booing at the same time. And what did they do? They repeated the strategy for a second time. I like it because this is repetition of the repetition. And they did it again, second time. They got the expected result. The audience applauded. And the sculptor August Rodin, who was there, even stood up to say bravo or whatever. They just to cheer. Rodin is also someone who would have understood it. Just imagine you're doing a performance and Rodin is there. And uh, he had some trouble. He's been having trouble in, in his career and getting sculptures rejected. Um, one of the works he did, some like um, in 1865, like 40 years before, it was a, a work on a sculpture that he would do in plaster. But because of the cold in France, uh, he lost the back of a head that he was doing. It's it's the um, sculpture of a man with a broken nose, it's called. So just imagine, this was quite quite new kind of thing. He is doing the broken nose deliberately. It's not that the, broke, that the nose broke. But the, the nose was done to look as a, as a broken nose and it was the back of the head that broke. So there was this crack and he presented the sculpture anyway because with the crack, with a with broken back, it looked like it was a mask, but it was rejected. And then he redid it. Okay, he did some changes, but he presented it again years later and this time it was accepted. So we need to push for things sometimes, don't we? Like, um, it was my West who said, I'll try anything once, twice if I like it, and three times to make sure. Of course, you may not want to try something, and there are many different reasons for which you would like something or dislike it. But what it seems that people and uh, academics and studios of this agree is that our brain loves repetition from uh, a Mozart sonata, classical sonata, where you get a theme that then, then the, after the theme you get a second theme and then it goes back to the first, to every pop song or rock song that has a chorus. You will get it. Loads of music with these many repetitions that use the resource to get the people more attentive. I'm liking it more. Hey Jude. La 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 Hey you How many times do they repeat that? Bum 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 Hit the road Jack and don't you come back no more no more no more no more Hit the road Jack Repetition this is what it's called it's called the exposure effect which means that the more that we hear it, the brain interprets, understands it as the, something more pleasant. And we could even start to do bodily movements when we hear it more times. And we can imagine what's coming next. So we 
want to join in the chorus, for example. I find that I, I try to find more modern songs, but because I lack pop culture of all time, I don't know if this is famous, but apparently it is. There's a song called About That Bass. So this is Megan Trainor. She says, Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass. Because you know you're all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size. I'm watching the video now and I don't know. I don't know if I like it. Maybe I need to see this twice to understand it. See, uh, they're all dressing pastel colors to move the bottom. And they're talking about thin people and bigger people. Dancing, dancing. And they're playing with a doll's house. They've got flowers on their hair. This is so real. And oh wow, what she says? She says, "Yeah, my mama. She told me she don't worry about your size. She says boys like a little more butter to hold at night." What else I found about this song? That there's controversy. People saying that this is about shaming thin people. I mean, about them saying that they're not shaming thin people. It's about body positivity. Okay, this is something I definitely need to hear. I definitely need to see it twice. They're in a kind of bedroom with pastel colors, children's toys, and images that go really quickly, except for the all about the base, but the base. Because the things I learn. They say that this song has been copied, okay, because it's so sticky, they've done a lot of parodies with this. So maybe I'm one of the few people who don't know it and never heard this before. <laughs> but the best, but the best. And all about the best, but the best, no trouble. I'm all about the best, but the best, no trouble. I'm all about the best, but the it's it's too sticky. I'm not sure what they want to mean with this, but it is really sticky, I can see. They are wearing like very girly kind of little girl dresses and pink bicycles. Pink bicycles they've they've got. Um yes. I think this is, is a karma. <laughs> I had to find a video like this. I promise this is the first time I'm watching it. I didn't want to watch it before I record anything with this. And they dance it. This is a bit like those horror movies that is catchy and you can't stop watching it. Okay, I've never heard of Megan Trainor. Is that is it is it famous? I am baffled. Uh, Let's get, get to listen to a little bit of music with repetitions too. Everything's 
can't take doing it up a notch. Get a swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in. Swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in. Why you only taking only two or three shots? Let me show you how to take it up a notch. Get a swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in. Swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in and you sleep. And this was Repeat by the Wimps, a duo from Seattle. So I've been trying to make a list of what things I feel I had to listen more than once in order to like them. I got a list of things I've made uh, that I remember, that I, things that I had to try more than once to like them. And I think coffee is not something many children like. Um, the taste of alcohol, I still... I'm not still not sure if I like it or not. According to experts, a child needs to try a dish, a new dish, more than 10 times in order to be able to decide if he or she likes it or not. But uh, actually, every child is different because some other children might need to try it 15 to 30 times, this kind of food, to, to decide if they like it or not. I think I needed to try more than once a curry because uh, as, as a Spanish born person, I was not exposed to curries when I was a child and uh, it took me a little while to, to learn to appreciate it. But when a, when a child doesn't like to try any food that is new or even gets scared of it uh, persistently and strangely, and uh, this is called neophobia. Uh, which in a, in a mild way is unwilling to try new things or to break from their routine. And in the most extreme is like they will just stick to everything that is familiar and reject absolutely everything. Apparently, uh, this can happen between two or three years and it disappears around five years. I'm going to disagree. I think there is people who has not overcome this stage. And they are stuck in the things, in the taste and in their ideas and they'll still have neophobia. I could say sex. I don't I don't think I quite enjoyed it first time. I think first time, what a vulgarity. I think many people have gone through similar experience. You need to insist in order to find what you like. And what else? Some contemporary music, for example, I liked from the first time I heard, like music by Messier and music by Ligeti. But there are also others that I find more difficult, like music by John Cage or Free Improvisation, which I ended up doing, but at the start I, I find it more challenging to listen. As I wanted to make my list bigger, I have consulted my friends. So I sent various messages and I got these replies. Nacho said that good whiskey took him some time until he started to enjoy it, but he persisted. My friend Danish said, I think it would be my interest in history. At first, when I started to read about what has happened in the past, my mind didn't care much to pay attention to it because it felt that it's not relevant to what's happening right now. But upon giving it a closer observation, I became intrigued to the art culture mindset that was present back then and it became quite clear to me that history is more than just the dates and events that has happened in the past. Yeah, I hear that. That sometimes when you, you're a kid and you're studying history or maybe you're studying it in a way that does not relate to you or you don't feel 
how can it apply to today or how can it makes you understand things better and then you're totally separated or it becomes memorization when that's when that's the plan Marijosa says uh, sent me a very strange uh, message she says the audience I totally understand at the beginning you're nervous and then you like the audience she said you <laughs> like oh I didn't like you at the first day but now you're still my friend I must have liked you with time and when I replied that that was a great answer she said sorry sorry autocorrect and actually what she had to try more than once was asparagus I didn't try them until I was 21 my mother had a problem with them when she was pregnant of me and I didn't even dare to try them and now I love them okay so it's not that you had to try it twice before you like them but you didn't even dare to try them Max had to try blue cheese various times before he decided he liked it Uh, Lisa had to try various times olives before she got the hang of it and had to try politics various times to decide she disliked politics and finally we got Matt who said he had to try contact lenses quite a number of times before deciding there was a thing that he enjoyed wearing I first tried them when I was 11 I hated glasses so much but just couldn't get lenses in And when they were in, they were simply didn't feel comfortable. It would take me 40 minutes a day to place and extract them. My God, that's a lot of time, Matt. Okay, 40 minutes. I tried again at 15 and at 18, and it was about 22 when I finally managed to figure them out. And of course, in this case, enjoy them. It, it is hard. I, I started to wear one contact lens last year. And I find it really challenging. They do these courses in which if you don't show to the to the spec saver person that you can't put your contact lens on, they don't sell it to you. Anyway, we're about to finish, but I went to complete these replies with a bit of quoting. And I found this, Stephen Fry says, taste every fruit of every tree in the garden at least once. It is an insult to creation not to experience it fully. Temperance is wickedness, and I would say at least twice. I hope you had a good time. Stay for what is next. And if you want to contact me, you can do that at biwamaria at gmail.com. Have a good evening, day, afternoon. Enjoy.